PWO, 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 PWO. Also, yeah, Brian, I appreciate you for not making my life horrible. Uh, following how horrible Sunday or uh, Saturday night was for me, I don't, I don't like to pile on. Are we live? Yes, you're live. Oh. Hey, hey, everybody! We uh, we were about to talk about my depression that happened this weekend because college football is rough. Um, Especially when you lose to Jacksonville State. But, uh, all right, here, we're going to do this just real quick story time. Hey, everybody, as always, I'm your host, Matt, with me tonight, the ravishing Ryan Coddington. There we go. Um, no, but, of course, today's also the first day of my classes. And I'm the first person to put in my getting-to-know-you post because they have those. That's a big thing. They're all about always, that. Always is. Um, and, I, you know, you got to put your fun facts. And of course, I'm like, I like college sports and wrestling. This is wonderful. And the very first guy to respond, wonderful guy, seems incredibly nice. Hey, man, I'm also a huge college sports fan, and it's so crazy. This this local team from my hometown just beat this huge team for the first time, and it's crazy, man. Uh, I'm, I'm from Jacksonville in Alabama. I'm like, Yes. Why do you hate me, God? <laughs> oh, this is fantastic. Um, so I had to share that story um, because because <clears throat> it's a rough it, it's a rough life right now. It's a really rough life. But also, I told all of you about Jameis Winston. I told all of you, and that's the only thing I'm talking about for football. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback off of that. We've been on the Jameis train for a while, especially when they were gonna make Taysom Hill. Get you know Tim Tebow num number two starting quarterback. You mean they get, were gonna get the get the crap out of here. Come on. All right. Jameis okay. James Winston had like ninety three yards and like five five touchdowns. Um God, I love Jameis Winston also. Um but uh, you guys that. didn't come here to hear me cry about football and tell That's you guys about the, the Power behind Jameis Winston playing uh, quarterback. Uh, you're here for me to tell you guys about professional wrestling. And by God, there's a change in the air. Ryan's rocking the background. Tomorrow, we have a brand new NXT. But I think you want to cover. Oh, we got a, four, a third man. Oh, this Okada. Hey, hey, we're going we're oh. to say nothing about anything we just said. Ryan, Done. take it away. You say you had something you want to cover. Um, yeah, I know that um, I missed a show last week uh, due to prior engagement. Um, I know you guys talked about all that. First of all, thoughts and prayers still going out to anybody who was close or knew Daphne. Um, depression's real, guys. Reach out to a friend, a family member, us. I mean, we're all, we're all in the mental health field, essentially. Um, so please, reach out if you need help. Call someone, please. All right, there's enough going on in the world 
We do not need to lose anybody else. Um, no, you guys talked about All Out last week on the show, and I briefly just wanted to uh, share my thoughts on it. Um, I thought that Miro and King did not get enough love, um, especially by Dave Meltzer. Um, as far as enjoyability, I enjoyed that more than the main event, uh, which got a quarter star more, but we live in a world where stars rule everything. Um, I see that a lot that the uh, Paul White and QT Marshall match has been getting a lot of crap. Um, you needed it in a show that was, in my opinion, the best um, flowed AEW pay per view um, to this point. Um, it had the best flow. Um, a AEW falls into this um, in into this just kind of. Hit, 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 hit. And I thought this was really well booked. Um, not just booking decisions, but I but like, like I said, the flow of the match. Um, I'm tired of John Moxley fighting New Japan guys um, and New Japan guys eating the pin. I get it, but I don't like it. And I don't have to. Um, well, apparently New Japan doesn't like it either. Well, yeah. Um, I think that uh, Britt Baker and Chris Statlander are in the running for uh, the second best AEW women's match in AEW history. Um, obviously, the first one is Britt Baker, Thunder Rosa. Um, this match, this match was fantastic. Um, uh, the steel cage match, I know, is dividing some of the wrestling community. This is the best steel cage match, um, at least within the last twenty to twenty-five years. Um, Name me, name, name me a better one off the top, top of your head, and we'll leave it at that. Um, you can't? Yeah, because you can't. Um, the Casino Battle Royale, um, after watching uh, Brian Zane do his review, I went back and watched it. Um, I agree with him. Um, some of the spots are a little, are a little repetitive in the match, um, but I think that's a Royal Rumble trope or a Battle Royal trope. Um, I think the um, approach to this match could be better. Um, there were some suits that were announced and had their own entrances. Some didn't. Um, I think there was some inconsistency there. Um, I'm very interested to see where the um, Ruby Soho feud goes. Um, I think we were all expecting Thunder Rosa, but um, I think it's good given Ruby Soho, considering her pop, uh, giving her the win. Um, I'm kind of hoping MJF defeated, uh, defeated Jericho. Um, Jericho looked like his age in this match, in my eyes. Um, this would have been a this would have been a kind of a good um, way way to go out. Um, unfortunately, it would have been with one of his worst entrances in in, in AEW. Uh, the thing I think I think it was yeah. bad. It was awful. Um, you may agree or disagree, but it, it it was just that the guitar playing was not in tune with the fans and vice versa. Um, is what it is. Um, MJF is still one of the top heels in a, in, in AEW. Yeah. Um, we, the, hey, uh, Ryan, we we did mention that I did anyway that I thought that that was one of those of plans that 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 it was awful. We agree. Mm. But 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 that it was one of those things that probably sounded like a better idea when they were thinking about it than it came off because mm -hmm. it was it didn't work. Conceptually, it was a really good idea, but in execution, it flopped. 
Um, CM Punk and Darby Allen. Uh, I think this is one of the more hyped up matches on the card. Um, it did it did his job. Um, did CM Punk look like his age? Yeah, because he hasn't wrestled in seven and a half years. Um, but it it did its job. CM Punk was not going to eat the pin in Chicago. Um, some people were on that conspiracy bandwagon. Um, Darby Allen is still one of the most over superstars in all of AEW. Um, just, uh, despite some of us disagreeing with the way he's booked. Um, already commented on the Paul White match. Um, and the Kenny Omega Christian Cage match, it was fine. And I'll leave it at that because I honestly didn't care. And I'll be honest because it's something that we had we had already seen. And it's not like Christian is bringing anything extra to the table in this stage in his career. Also, there was um um uh, it was it was it was on Busted Open Radio. Um, Bubba Ray mentioned that you didn't need the two table spots, which I completely agree. Um, it, they were they were kind of useless. Um, but it's 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 this you know mindset that you have to like everything that AEW does if you like AEW, um, which is which is poppycock. Um, go and listen to that. It's on it's on their Twitter. Uh, the rant is fantastic. Um, and then to cap it all off, we got the Adam Cole debut which was great. Brian Danielson debut, which was great. Um, yeah, overall, um, people are calling this one of the best pay-per-views uh, since WrestleMania X7. I disagree. Um, it is top to bottom a fantastic card, um, but there are some Ring of Honor cards, I think, that are top to bottom better. Um, so, yeah. Um, that is my review of All Out here in 10 minutes. Yeah. Review and I like it. Hey, we're joined by the front man, D. White. Yeah. Yo. Uh, all right, before we hit Ring of Honor, because they did just have a pay-per-view last night. Oh, they sure did. I really want to talk about NXT, because, oh, my God, there's a whole lot happening there. There's some things happening on Monday Night Raw that are said being used just for the pop a rating, but also being yeah. said we could have a new WWE champion. Gross. I don't know. I'm here. I'm here for a good time. That's all I know. So, NXT. God bless NXT. We all know it and love it. Wish it was still what it was, but it is not. Um, so, WWE officials have been pretty tight-lipped on what they're doing for uh, NXT so far. Uh, <laughs> it's being regarded that uh, the new creative direction for NXT is going to be a lot more characters, but there's been nothing else really said about it. New logo, as you can see with Ryan's screen. Um, new theme song and a new look for the weekly show and a new look for the Capitol Wrestling Arena, which they have hinted at in some of the videos they've put up online as well. Um, it looks good. I, I will not deny that. I think it looks good. Um, I think it's going to look less dark. Mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, yeah. Talent are currently in the dark on who will be running the show, uh, especially with Triple H sidelined. Um, mm -hmm, oh, I, I, I think I think we all know who. Well, yes, but uh, I mean, there's nothing official. That's all I'm saying. Um, 
but additionally, to add in that mystique, originally we had uh, the wedding of Dexter Loomis and Indy Hartwell. We had Raquel Gonzalez defending her title against Frankie Monet. And we had a four-way match to determine the new number one contender. Uh, but unfortunately, Sunday night, Samoa Joe released a video to Twitter uh, saying, <laughs> and I quote, Recently, WWE Medical has informed me that due to certain injuries, they'd like to have me step away from the ring for a brief but indeterminate amount of time. I realized this week we were on the cusp of a new NXT and we were on the brink of a new era in our history. And that era deserves a fighting champion. That's why it makes a difficult decision very easy to make. Effective immediately, I relinquish the NXT champion. Best of luck to those who will vie for it. My sincerest condolences to whoever wins because I will be along shortly to recollect what is mine. Um, so, how Mr. Regal has decided to do this, he put out a video to Twitter as well, and I think it also made it to Instagram, but I'm not positive. Um, the number one contenders match is now for the vacant NXT title, LA Knight, Tommaso Ciampa, Kyle O'Reilly, and Pete Dunne. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be the new NXT champion, guys? Um, well, oh, I'm sorry, let's see. Well, Samoa Joe's 42, so it couldn't be him because they don't do old guys anymore. Uh, L.A. Knight's the only one that's over six feet, but he's not the youngest. So... Um, but he's also the only real character. He's also the only, like, I, in of those folks, he's maybe Pete Dunne. I think Pete Dunne's going to be it because, A, he's been a champ, but he was NXT UK champ. Um he was, wasn't he 205 live champ too? So, no, uh, I don't think he was the cruiserweight champion. Nah. No, he was the NXT UK champ. But yeah, anyway, so I think it's him because he's on, he's uh, what is he, 28, something like that, or third. I mean, he's no, he's not above 30. He's not six feet tall, but um, you see how silly this is. You see how silly trying to figure this out based on the things that they've, they've put out. Here's the thing. When you said he done is 27, by, yep. by the way. Yeah, yeah, 28. That was yeah, my, he's my I was, age. I was close. But you know, but let me just tell you the, the reason you said they've been tight lipped, they've been tight lipped because they don't know. That's why they've been tight lipped. Okay, it's Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard. They're going to figure this out on the way to the show because that's what they do. All right. Now, they might, I don't, I don't think that um, it's going to be drastically different as far as the people that are there. I think what's, we're going to see a lot of what we've already seen just with a different coat of paint on it. But um, I, I, yeah, there was rumors, too, that Samoa, they were to take Samoa Joe up to the main roster. And now mm -hmm. it's just – I think it's all chaos. They don't know like what they're doing. Um, the word was uh, in the original script for Raw, Samoa Joe was anticipated to be on the main roster tonight um, to further hype up NXT tomorrow. Yeah, which – uh, like like I said, they figure they're figuring it out on the way. So um, I I, do, I still think I would like to see LA Knight do it just because he's a legit champ guy that can carry that that belt and be the guy that everybody everybody else wants to beat. He has he's a heat magnet, but um, I think they'll probably take an easier choice and pick pick Pete Dunne. That's just what I think. I got that, and I'm and I'm still disappointed because um, I think. NXT was something I read an article and he said that that earlier that said that when when X, NXT sort of was was put on in Triple H's uh thing it was to be an alternative to Raw and SmackDown right 
it was going to be an alternative. Well, guess what? We have an alternative now, and it's AEW. The thing is, is instead of keeping with that, when AEW came along, they decided to make it more like WWE. And we see what happened. I will add to that. Um, we do not get AEW if we don't have NXT today. I, uh, I, I put that out there. I don't think we get AEW without NXT. I think AEW, yeah, yeah, genuinely. I think there's a talent always on the independent scene. But I think NXT laid the groundwork of how to have successful shows. And what, what has been the big thing that pulled Adam Cole and Brian Danielson? Both of them have said it. The fans. That for was the same, no, I'm just kidding. It was, it was the same. Well, I mean, maybe for Brian Danielson. Um, yeah. But, but it was the same thing that, I mean, NXT TakeOver crowds were the crowds. I mean, how many yeah. times do we sit there and go, we'd rather go watch TakeOver than WWE pay-per- pay-per-view? They oh, I, I said it over. <laughs> we, we used to say it every month. <laughs> will will WWE step up and have a better show than TakeOver for the first time ever? I, I don't know if they actually ever did that. Nope, sure um, I don't know if I can count any takeovers going forward, um, because it is we're we're changing. What what was that? The head and everything. So I, I'm not mm-hmm. sure. I'm not sure. I'm sure some people will just because. But I see. I, 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 I'm going to disagree with you, and I think maybe um, I, I see where you're coming from. I can't completely disagree with you because it makes sense. But when, when you think about, you know, Ring of Honor, um, Impact really was, was going down in the toilet, so we can't really count them. But we'll, we'll say Ring of Honor as that alternate, where they took a lot of talent from, right? So they, yeah. Ring of Honor had that talent, okay? But they didn't have that talent on a stage, you know, like NXT provided. Here's the thing, though. I think maybe what ended up happening was it still wasn't the same option. You were still going to be under the WWE umbrella. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that, in my humble opinion, the reason that there's AEW was not because of NXT, but because of what happened when those people yeah. left NXT. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Sp- particularly, and if in the mind of Young Bucks and Cody and, and Kenny Omega, the guys that have spent time in New Japan, it was the fiasco that was Shinsuke Nakamura, who was the biggest... I mean, he was the most charismatic, huge drawing star. They had him in NXT. He was the same thing. He was the same guy. They brought him up on the main roster. It seemed poised that they were going to do the same thing, and then he's dick-kicking AJ Styles for an entire summer. So (laughs) I I think that was – I think that really was – you saw what happened to those NXT guys when they got on the main roster, and then it was like, oh, well, this isn't different. This is just – this is just a thing – but it's going to lead to, you know, the same, same, or what it's always been. We have to create an alternative. And, you know, that was Cody. You remember AEW happened when Cody left there. You know what I mean? So he, that had nothing to do with NXT. I mean, his dad was down there in, X, in NXT. But anyway, I'm not disagreeing with you, Matt. I think, no, I think I, there's a comment. I, I a definitely com- agree with what you're saying. I definitely mm-hmm. think if the main roster wasn't so shite, it would be more enticing. Because there's no reason to create a brand if you're able to move forward. Well, just what Ryan was saying when he was talking about um, about All Out, right? He was saying, well, people were saying it wasn't the best, you know, pay-per-views and all this. And he goes, well, yeah, but I could go say these Ring of Honor. Yeah, there's Ring of Honor shows. And you go, oh, right. And a lot of those guys are in AEW now. But 
but but what I, but you're right they it, it was that and you had those and then those talented people went to nxt did the same thing and then they got to the main roster in on raw and smackdown and they were jokes those and it, it's and it's absurd and so um i wish things were different but they're not nxt's dead simply um i'll step in um I think AEW is there because of because of Ring of Honor. Um, Ring of Honor when you have a live crowd, but it goes it goes hand in hand with, with what Matt was saying though. Um, the NXT crowds are when when they were at their peak they were fantastic. Um, when Ring of Honor was at its peak before All In they were outstanding. They were they were engaged. They were involved. They cared about what was going on. Um, so I think a combination of kind of everything involved with NXT and, and Ring of Honor kind of plays in, into that. But back to the original question, guys, it's Kyle O'Reilly, okay? Because we still don't know what Pete Dunne's contract sit, yep. situation is. Yep. And that's and that's the big hang-up here. Um, if he wins, that means he signed a new contract. Um, but I, Or he's dropping it next week. To who though? To whoever they want him to. Well, and then here's the, and then here's the other thing that crossed my mind is that Carmelo Hayes has a championship opportunity, so this could just easily be a fatal five way. Protect everyone. He eats. He he eats the pin. Kyle O'Reilly is still your new champion. But it, but out of the four of four of these guys, Kyle O'Reilly makes sense too. He just he just beat Adam Cole. I don't remember the last time he lost a match clean. Honestly, like I mean, he's beaten almost Adam everybody Cole. on the roster except for Karrion Cross. Adam Cole, he lost Adam Cole clean. Yeah. Well, I know, but he also has two wins on him though. So that, that kind. Yeah. I think. I think. I think that kind of negates that. Sure. Um, but it 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 just makes the most sense. La Knight. Dwight, you're you're right. Uh, no, he beat he right. he yep. beat Kushida. Yep. Um, L.A. Knight is a is a bodybuilder esque guy who could who could carry the brand, but I think his age is what gets him. If what they're going for is the criteria that they've already stated, yeah. um, I'm just gonna throw this out there. I think that's only people who they sign moving forward. They're gonna roll with who they have currently. Um, but I mean, at some point they're all going to be dispersed somewhere. Yeah, no, agreed. And I think, I think, you know, 27 year old Pete Dunn winning the title would be a great way to kick off the new brand of NXT. And the best part is that he already has a stable. It's already built in for him to have immediate success, whoever he faces. Um, now maybe he wins the title dirty, pins Kyle O'Reilly, and now you have your first feud coming out of this. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see what they decide to do because I'm I'm with Dwight. They still don't know, and guess what? They're going to get to the arena tomorrow. They're not going to know because this is typical Vince McMahon. Get to the show and change my mind. BS, and and I'm also part conspiracy theory on this because 
We've got a new version of NXT coming up. We have a 42-year-old champion, okay? And just so coincidentally going into this week, now Samoa Joe has injuries after being off for a few weeks, right? Something like that. I mean, I mean, he hasn't had a – has he had a match since Karrion Cross? No. No. So, so that, it, that also could be telling of the injuries. I will say that. That needs to also be thrown out there. If we're going conspiracies, we got to throw both sides. Oh, oh, oh no, yeah, I, I, I completely agree. Um, it, it's, it, it, it's just kind of too perfect for everything to line up. Like, Samoa Joe injury, he's got to drop the title. New NXT coming. Like, it, it's, it, it, would, it would be very Vince McMahon to do something like, like this. All right. Can I throw something out there for some wrestling history for you? Yeah, sure. All right. This is what, from September 1999 until January of 2000, okay? Actually, no, April of 2000, okay? Uh, we had Sting. Uh, then the title was vacated. Then Bret Hart. Then the title was again vacated. Then Bret Hart. Then again vacated. Then Chris Benoit. Then vacated. Then Sid Vicious, the title was then vacated. And then Kevin Nash, uh, Sid Vicious, then the title was again vacated and Jeff Jarrett. Okay, that's what a company in disarray does. Silly things like that. That's what chaos looks like. It's, we had Karrion Cross. We had Keith Lee. Okay, we've had Karrion Cross again. We've had, it's a mess. Okay, we had Finn Balor. We had, we've had, now we have Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. This is this is what a chaotic mess of a title picture looks like. Not to mention the all the people who were released. I mean, heck, at the Ring of Honor show, we had you know a couple of NXT those released guys show up and and, and figure in that. It, it's really? this is this is what chaos looks like in a failing company. Um, the WCW in two thousand was very very similar. Um, it was the di- it was the last fifteen months of a of a dying brand where you had the world title bounce around. You had guys getting released to jump, to, to jump ship. It was very directionless. It was very rudderless. They were throwing things at the wall just to see what would stick. Um, I think, I think that NXT is more anchored down than that, but I think the similarities are there. Um, I think, NXT goes whichever way the main roster goes at this point, unfortunately. I think you're going to – for the people who are still there, you're going to keep seeing good matches. I, I don't think that's going to go away. And and I will throw this out there as well, is that the main roster does have good matches. We saw a pretty good one between Seth Rollins and Edge on Friday. Yeah. Um, it was a good Agreed. match. It was a, it was a good to great match. Um, yeah, I mean, RK Bro is RK Bro is compelling. You know, Bobby Lashley. Yeah, I love Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, word is that he's going to get cashed in on tonight. Big, Big E has said that he's going to be on Raw and he's going to cash in money in the bank. You want to know why? Either A, for the ratings pop, or B, so that when Goldberg beats La- Lashley, it's not for the title. Slapping me. Right. Nah, because Goldberg is Big E's dream match. Oh. Well, I think I think you hit it first when you said it, Ryan. Um, AEW in the key demo beat Raw for the first time last week. That's why this is happening. 
Yeah, I, I, I have to go to that as well. Um, and my main thing is, this doesn't make storyline sense. Now, don't get me wrong, Lash has been beating up on the New Day for like two weeks. So, okay. But he's been stalking Heyman. He's been popping up just like, eh. It, it, it just is such a, an abrupt turn that it just doesn't kind of, it, it doesn't make sense to me. I am all for Big E being WWE champion. I'm all for Big E being the guy. If it's not Big E cashing in on Roman Reigns, who the hell is it? Like, I, I, I'm not even, like, trying to be funny. Like, Big E was your answer for the bloodline. Mm-hmm. He's maybe your next to, most over guy on SmackDown. He's incredibly over. He is the, the young enough baby face that winning would put him over big. Um, it's gonna it's gonna be the demon. I don't think so either. So they're already you, looking past him. They are, which is where your mistake lies. Um, I you're gonna I mean, I guess I shouldn't be surprised. They killed the mystique of the fiend. Um, they can kill the mystique of the demon who has not lost a match. Um, so that wouldn't surprise me, but, um, as the, as the demon? I think so. Because I'm pretty certain he's lost on the main roster. The demon? I think so. I'm looking it up right now, but. Now, we're not talking about the, no, we're not talking about the kiss demon. (laughs) Um, he lost to Joe in the rematch in the cage for the NXT title. Oh, well, there goes that. Um, so I guess my next question is, has he lost on the main roster as the Demon? Because we all know that NXT doesn't mean anything. So That's right. Just ask Karrion Cross in his um, Mad Max meets sex slave uh, outfit. I am checking right now. Um, I'm not sure. No. no, I have Seth Rollins, Bray Wyatt, AJ Styles, Baron Corbin, Bobby Lashley. Yeah, Andrade. I keep forgetting Always. that he wasn't the demon when the Fiend debuted. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think I think they have that going for them. But like, I'm not holding my breath. They killed the Fiend. With a with a with a Goldberg spear. I mean, yeah. Um, no, but like, cheers. Okay, so here's the fiend. Cool. Quickly here, I have I have the SmackDown roster here loading up. Legitimately, <laughs> legit. We're gonna do this legitimately. Who beats Roman Reigns on this roster? That. And, and, and there's one name that I'm sure is going to stick out that we're going to like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. But everyone else, you know, Angelo Dawkins, no. I like Dawkins, but no. Apollo Crews, he's more likely to join him. Big E, we'll see how long that lasts. Yeah. Brock Lesnar. Oh, I forgot. Maybe. Jesus. Yeah, that's the most likely thing. Maybe. Cesaro already beat him. Chad Gable, 
half. Commander Aziz. Maybe he's got the size. Uh, Ziggler, no. Dominic Mysterio, I, I think we're a couple years early for it, but you know, down the road maybe. I just don't yeah. see Roman holding the belt for three years. Uh, Dominic's awful. Oh no, everyone's frozen. Mm-mm. Someone say something. 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 Okay, all right. I think it's just my internet connection's unstable. I think it's because I said that Dominic Mysterio. Yeah, I think it's because I said that Dominic Mysterio is awful, and I stand by that. Uh, Happy Corbin. He can he can get bent. Um, I'm skipping Finn because we already talked about him. Jimmy and or Jay Uso. Nope, been there, done it. Kevin Owens. We're not sure if he's going to be in the company in January when his contract expires. He'll be gone. I don't know if we've discussed this. He's hinting that maybe he's leaving. King Nakamura. Maybe, but they'd have to. I mean, they're doing better with him right now. Yeah. But it's incredibly out there for their, to me. Uh, yeah, they 50-50 book him like garbage. Montez Ford. God, I would love that, but he would need to be on a singles run here. I'm waiting for you to get the boobs. Uh, well, you don't have to wait too long. Otis. I love Otis. Um, nah. Rey Mysterio. Been there, done it. Rick Boogs. Yeah! No. I love Boogs. It ain't happening. He's what? great. Ravishing Robert Rude. They do nothing with his character. They have wasted his 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 dying days of his uh, of his career in useless tag teams. Sami Zayn rumored to be leaving as well once his contract expires next year. Gone. Seth Rollins, maybe, but he doesn't really need it. I mean, he's a, he, he's a, he's a he's another one of those guys that I think is a better chaser. I, th- I think that he's a mox. Are you are you are you talking about paper plate face? He's no longer paper plated. <laughs> it's so funny how I have to say that. Twenty twenty one. Yeah, he's not paper plated anymore. Um, oh god. Let's take it a step further. Who on the raw brand? Keith Lee. He can't even win. Uh, Damien Priest, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I, I, I don't think that's ever going to happen. Priest. Yeah. He's already United States champion. Yeah, no, no, that's about as that's like, about as that's about as high as they're going to let him get. He's a, he's an NXT guy. Nah, yeah. I would I think he is maybe. Well, he was the most main roster NXT guy though they had in a while as well. I I agree with you. It's just I have a hard time believing it when everybody else has been booked booked to dick. Uh, yeah. just, I mean, prove me wrong, WWE. Well, tonight's the night. He's an open challenge against Jeff Hardy. If he beats Jeff Hardy, you know he's over. <laughs> Jeff Hardy. Jeff he's Hardy. Alive? Jeff Hardy loses to everyone. Not carrying cross. Well, that, that one time. 
Listen, um, he is the only one in NXT and WWE to hold a victory over Gary Cross. Uh, <laughs> get fucking lit. Come on. Oh, my Go God. Sorry. I, no, no, no. Joe. Joe beat him. Joe beat Cross for the belt. Oh, yeah. I know. You forget that things happen after he vacates the belt. Yeah, because I don't care anymore. Uh, Drew Mack, maybe. I could see it. <sighs> yeah. Um, and there's a storyline there from their matchup at Summer, uh, not SummerSlam, Survivor Series. So I'll say that. There's a matchup there. Um, I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> can, you, can, you, can you pass to me? Because I have an impact announcement. Oh, is this the Ooh. one that Gail Kim was talking about? Can I say yeah. one last thing about NXT first? Yeah, boo. Reportedly, they also made a cut of their NXT production staff, <laughs> uh, according to Cassidy Haynes of MySlam.net. NXT is apparently down to currently a skeleton crew as they gear up. WWE has built an NXT 2.0 while the company moves away from the darker look. Um, right. Uh, yeah. So it's gonna look like like NWA before long, but but not as interesting. NWA looks better already. (laughs) I can't disagree. I think I do. I think I do. I like NWA, but all right, go ahead. Hit me with your impact news. Tell me about Kim coming back to wrestle. She's not. Um, remember, she's staying retired because she's retired. For now. Um, so uh, there's going to be an all-knockouts event October 9th. It is the return of the Knockouts Knockdown um, exclusively on the Impact Plus app. Um, and the first, um, I guess, match has already been announced. Um, it will be the Daphne Memorial Monsters Ball match. Oh, um, yes. So. Um, Do we have participants for that yet? No, not yet. Um, she just plugs being at Skyway Studios for it. Um, but I think that's incredibly excellent of impact. I think that's the right call. Um, don't be surprised if Taylor Wilde wins that. That's exactly um, what I was thinking the second you said in, Impact's tweet when they put it out, um, they go on to say that it's a tribute to Daphne who competed in the first Knockouts Monsters Ball match alongside Taylor Wilde in 2009. Yep. Um, and they had a, a tag team one with Stevie Richards and the and oh, Abyss. I was about to say, and the Abyss. Look, she ate a lot of punishment in that match. Oh, Daphne was the only one who was gonna. I miss Daphne. Um, that's cool. I'm, I'm excited for that. So do we have a date for that? October 9th. Um, yep, October 9th. Thank that? you. Yeah. That is so mm-hmm. close. Okay. It it's uh, a few weeks, which here's 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 my thing. M- Impact and NWA have already had the working relationship as far as NWA and power, so I feel as though there you will see a lot of familiar faces if you saw Agreed. Empower. Now, because it's AE, uh, I'm sorry, because it's Impact. Will there be? Uh, do are we expecting more AEW crossover here? Um, hear me out. I'm just throwing this out there. Perrazzo needs to face one of two people on this show. If you say Gail Kim, I swear to God. 
Mickey James. Nope. Okay. I love no. I love Deanna Peraza versus Gail Kim, but that's a bound for glory matchup. Um, Deanna Peraza and Mickey James is going to be a victory road. Okay. Chelsea Green, Doctor Britt Baker. Mm, not gonna happen. It's not, but it should, especially considering that there's history. Uh, they're friends. It'd be a great matchup, and because it's a uh, it's Impact show, you can have Peraza win. As you should. Okay. Non-title champion versus champion. I mean, I think Thunder Rosa would be more realistic, um, but as if you think talking AEW people, but uh, I, you know, I, I think that I mean they can go lots of different directions. I'm I'm really intrigued about the da the Monsters Ball Daphne match because you can bring some uh, some women who sort of specialize in that type of yeah. match uh, that haven't really been part of this. Uh, I mean, there's a couple I can think of right at the top of my head. Um, I'll, I'll leave out of that, but but independent folks that that do more of the deathmatch style. So y'all know who I'm talking about. Um. All right, so this is just dropping as well. Um, pay, pay fight will select. Pay fight will select. It's worth it. I will not. Um, NXT has someone whose contract expires December 3rd who is a major player. Yeah. Brand. I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm going to make you guys wait a week until someone else ruins it on Twitter because I'm not going to be that guy. Um, Dwight, do you want to take a guess since Matt's not going to say anything? What was that again? What were you going to tell me? I'm sorry. I was. No, Matt said that um, because he pays for Fightful Select that there's a there's an NXT contract expiring December 3rd and he's a major player. And I said, mm -hmm. do you want to take a guess since Matt won't tell us? We'll, we'll talk about I mean... it next week more definitively. I'll put it out there. I'll give it a week. Give it a week. Oh I assumed it was. I assumed that it was Pete Dunne, but maybe not. No, his contract already expired, or is oh. expiring. Um, I'm gonna say it's Kyle O'Reilly because oh, Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah. yeah, it makes they sense, all, right? Arati, Arati, all those guys signed at the same time, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, but I would tell you all those guys would more likely re-sign. Although maybe not with how they did Bobby. The oh, they did Bobby. They did Bobby. My boy Bobby. Oh, did they do Bobby? I like mm -hmm. to talk about Bobby. Um, I I will never be able to get how Donald Trump said Bob said Bobby Lashley's name ever. They won. So many. Yeah. They did win. We got um, ten minutes. We got, we we don't have time for a Ring of Honor. Hit him with it. We got a new pure champion, so we better. We have a lot, a lot that happened. Um, let's start with this um Honor Rumble match, which was by God free and just really good. Um, again, there were a lot of uh Rumble tropes. Um, a lot of guys coming into the match, getting on the apron. And then an opponent running at them, but them immediately like 
you know, shouldering them in the gut through the ropes or like an or like an integuri and then doing a flippy do in the ring. Um, so I'm just gonna run through the participants and then I'll get to the final two. Um, so we have Brian Johnson, Brian Malonis. Uh, number three was Beer City Bruiser. That was fun. Fourth was everybody's favorite, Dan Housen, which you will oh, see favorite. at uh, Nightmare in the Old City. Mm-hmm. Um, number five, uh, Caprice Coleman. Yeah. Good old, old Caprice Henry. And, ready. He, and Ian Riccoboni with the quote of the night. Caprice Coleman shredded. <laughs> and listen, he is. Um, he he um, he eliminates the Beer City Bruiser, which good for him. He eliminates Balonis, Brian Brian Johnson, who ironically is from Philly, but was playing heel in Philly in the match. Cut a face promo before the match. Fuck me. Uh-huh. Um, number six was Sledge. Number seven was PCO. We'll 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 get to him in a second. Um, eight was PJ Black. Nine was Dak Draper. Uh, 10, Silas Young. 11, Ray Horace. Um, 12 was Dante Caballero. Um, that was a nice little surprise. Um, number 13 was uh, Flip Gordon. Um, I don't know if you guys have been following the Flip Gordon storyline, um, yeah. but he took a uh, he took a shot to the head, and now he's like three years ago Flip, which yeah. he came out with the flag. He was clean-shaven and Old theme music is fantastic. He was trying to um, sweet, doing two sweets, everybody. Trying to do yeah, and then, and then they just drop him. Um, number 14 oh, was Joe Keys. Uh, number 15 was World Famous CB. Don't call him Cheeseburger. Um, and then number 16, this is our first um, WWE releasee. It's Alex Zane. Um, the, um, he, uh, you may better know him as Ari Sterling. In WWE, um, but the final four were Zane, Flip, Flip Gordon, PJ Black, and of course everybody's favorite, Mr. Johnson. Um, it was a it was a pretty good final four. Um, a shocking finish. Alex Zane wins this, um, but it was a very good honor rumble. They, and plus they gave it away for free. But here's the thing: you win an honor rumble, you get a future Ring of Honor World Championship match. Yeah, um, I was I was kind of expecting somebody else to win because this is, um, I believe this is debut or only his second appearance uh, with the Ring debut. of Honor. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, um, and uh, it was good. Gave away for free. It was awesome, um, guys. And then opening the card. Dalton Castle, Eli Isom. Um, this is um, this felt like a television match, in my personal opinion. Um, it was it was good. There's nothing wrong with it. Dalton Castle does go over. Um, Eli Isom. I'm glad he's getting some singles time. Um, but nobody's getting up from the bangerang. I can tell you that. Um, he should get a boost, though. I, I think he should get a little bit of a push from this feud he's had with Dalton Castle. Honestly, since we saw him when they when they came to Baltimore, because uh, those those two were in a six man, because they were because uh, they teamed with uh, Dak Draper, right? 
Right. Yeah. Um, so that feud's been going on for a while. So this hopefully is the end. Eli Ice and the bigger and better things. Um, Jake Atlas, Taylor Rust. Um, up up next, uh, Jake Atlas, known as Jake Atlas in NXT. Um, Taylor Rust as Tyler Rust in NXT. Um, you may know Taylor Rust as Russ Taylor. Um, that's the name he's yeah, um, um, but yeah, um, it, 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 this wasn't a perfect match. It was, it was, it was a little underwhelming. Um, both of these guys, I think, are more capable of more things. Um, uh, it kind of looked like Jake Atlas was a half a step behind almost, almost like he was injured or he came in with an injury. Um, but if I, he's a good ring of honor guy. I think both of these guys could stick around and make an impact on the roster as long as everything's healthy. Uh, six man tag violence unlimited, uh, taking on John Walters, LSG, Brandon show and Lee Moriarty. Obviously, you know, who wins, um, violence unlimited. I am not a fan of. Um, just just a just a rip off of every other stable that's going on right 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 now, uh, and plus they're led by Brody King. Um, the match the match though itself was good. I think I think to this point it was probably the best match on the card. E- even with the opener and even with the honor rumble, there's a lot of talent in the ring. It's a lot. Um, I I th- I think. Uh, I do want to, I'm going to speed through this because I know we want to talk about the Ring of Honor news that came out over the last day or day or two. Um, yeah. uh, we get the Briscoes versus the OGs. Um, shockingly, um, the OGs go over the Briscoes. Um, I think this immediately puts the OGs into tag title contention. Um, they weren't in the top five. Coming in, uh, I will tell you they are now. Um, this is a solid match, though. Um, obviously, you get four guys as talented as this in the same ring, you're going to get a good match. Um, and then here comes uh, the match of the night. Hands down. Uh-oh, we lost. We, we lost Dwight. Um, match, match. Yeah, always. Bad to the night here. Um, Jonathan Gresham defending the Ring of Honor Pure Championship against Josh Woods. What? Jonathan uh, Gresham having the match of the night? Surprise. Uh, and here's the thing. He didn't carry this. This is a fan this, this is a fantastic match. Um, and the best part, um, Josh, Josh Woods does go over. Um, he goes over clean. Like clean as a whistle to Jonathan Gresham. Um, and you look at the lineage of the Ring of Honor Pure Championship, you're adding Josh Woods to that. And I think you already know what Ring of Honor thinks of him and thinks of his body of work and thinks of his in ring work. Um, just, and, and this is why I like the Jonathan Gresham matches, I think. Um, so the finish of this match is really great. Um, he has uh, 
Gresham has Josh Woods in like this almost Kimura, but it wasn't fully in, but it was still some sort of submission. Um, But Josh Woods just picks him up off the, like they're both on, on the mat. Woods just dead, just deadlifts him up and just an overhead suplex and clean and clean pin, clean pin. And it was out of just flat out exhaustion. Um, and I think that's what I like about the pure matches in general is that, is that you have to, you know, is that there's, there's a little more that goes into them to sell them as opposed to a regular match. Um, there was a restart in the middle that I wasn't a fan of. Um, I know a lot of people with the Jericho and MJF match weren't a fan of that restart. Same, same here. Um, but this was the right decision. This was the right call. Um, uh, commentary makes note that, uh, Josh Woods, um, lost his father over the last couple of weeks and still wrestled on the card. Um, so there was a lot of emotion after the match, um, code of honor throughout, which we'll get to at the end with Jonathan Gresham. Um, Six-man tag titles on the line. Um, we get Shane Taylor promotions taking on, oh, La Faction de Ingobernable. And before the match, Kenny King takes out Shane Taylor with a steel chair. Um, and O'Shea Edwards steps into his spot. Uh, it, was, it was kind of a giveaway, though. Not the um, Shane Taylor spot, but the O'Shea Edwards because he came out in his ring gear. Uh, like just a dead give giveaway he never does <laughs> so it, it, it was it was kind of weird um but yeah um they retain here uh, uh so i think we're leaning towards a shane taylor kenny king feud which sign sign me up and take my money yep um and then just um Typical poor officiating in this match. The finish was a little rough. Um, I'll let you guys go pay your uh, $7.99 a month. Get on that Ring of Honor Honor Club. Um, yeah, um, but um, I think you can take a guess as to who officiated that match. Are you related um, to Potentially. Uh, finals for the Ring of Honor Women's World Championship. Uh, Miranda Elise, I butchered it. I don't care. Uh, versus Roxy, um, and and it was announced over the weekend that both women signed contracts. Uh, they gave a lot of time, and I gotta say, this is this was an outstanding match. Um, they have looked good through the whole tournament. Um. If this is the future of the Ring of Honor women's division, it's look it's looking bright. Um, there were not a there were not a lot of low moments in this match. It kept going. Um, uh, Roxy did um, hit a code red to win. Uh, this match was almost nineteen minutes. Um, this is the second longest match of the night, if you exclude the Honor Rumble. Um, but the, but but this is if you don't watch any other women's match 
in this entire tournament. Um, you need to watch this one. It's, it's, it's absolutely wonderful, and it's a breath of fresh air. And late and lately, the women's wrestling has been killing it. So I'm on board. And normally, I'm normally I'm the sourpuss when it comes to women's tag tag team wrestling. Um, but when it's done right, yeah, exactly. Um, nor yeah, I am. If it's done right, we're good. Um, wrap up the finish here really quick. Um, Bandito uh, re- retains in a four way elimination match. Uh, with Brody King, Demonic Lamita, and EC3. Um, the only really egregious error, I think, um, was the EC3 elimination. Um, Flam- uh, uh, Flamita hits uh, him with a chair. Um, e- EC3 uses a chair, gets him to dis- get gets him disqualified. Um, j- just, 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 just dumb. Just, just, I mean, it's an elimination match. It just made, made you look dumb. Um, Flamita was the next to go. Bandito and Brody King were the last two. They adhere to the Code of Honor. Um, Brody King goes for a Gonzo Bomb. Bandito just rolls him up and wins. Like, clean. Which, after the way Brody King just decimated Jay, uh, Jay Lethal, it was... It, <laughs> I was, I mean, Brody King's a future star, you know, and scumbag he will. Um, he's an absolute dude in the ring. Uh, but the but the show closes. Um, the found uh, the foundation come to the ring. Um, Jonathan Gresham can't take his eyes off the Ring of Honor World Title as a long handshake with Bandito. Then you get Vincent, uh, Dutch Bateman, and Vita Von Starr in all white which I thought was outstanding visual, walking out uh, down the ramp, and that's how your show ends. Um, so overall, I will say this was a good show. Um, I gave it a B- minus overall. Um, but, uh, yeah, solid, solid show. All right. Fantastic. Now, uh, we got a couple minutes here. I'm going to try and do this very quickly. Word has come out that PCO's contract expires in December, um, mm. and he will not be re-signing with Ring of Honor. He's already put that out. Is this PCO retirement? Yeah. He's 54 currently. Yeah. I don't know where he goes. I really um, don't. Yeah, I have no idea. It, it has to be. I think. Uh, I think. I think it's time. I, I just don't know where else. Exactly. I just don't know. We hit 8 o'clock, guys. I didn't cry about Florida State. We made it. Well, good thing that Dwight's not on the air. I know. Uh, God. God. I missed this. It's been a while. For those watching at home, for those here live, let's get ready for the plug. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hey, uh, you're watching this on Facebook. It's fantastic. 
you saw the cryptic message we put out earlier, um, which means you probably stuck around and you went to the YouTube. Open, goddammit. Aha, here we go. He's back and he's the ravishing one, okay? You can do your math. It's R-Cube, that's Ryan's Ravishing Review, done by the ravishing one himself. That's me, Ryan. Um, just a small tweak to the um, to the Alvarez versus Meltzer. Um, I like this a lot better. It's a little bit more loose, a little bit more fun, quick. Um, guys, go check it out. The first episode is on YouTube right now, as well as um, a plethora of other content. You've got referees discretion, quick count, Alvarez versus Meltzer, ref bump. You've got some creative control. You've got some. You've got some weekly wrestling episode reviews, okay? Go check it out, okay? Also, right now it's pending, but some of us will be going to Nightmare in the Old City. Uh, our, our fantastic family down at Next Generation Wrestling will be back in Knoxville, back at Jackson Terminal, Halloween. We got Dan Housen. We got the War Horse. We got Billy Starks back. Uh, we got Alex Zane, um, no relation to Brian Zane, as he mentioned on commentary last night. He just took over for Caprice Coleman. Um, but not only that, they're coming to Richmond in, no, in, in November, guys. We're going to be plugging that show like crazy. You think we plug next, next Gen now? Wait until after that show. We're going to be plugging the Richmond show like crazy, okay? They're coming to us this time. We only have to drive about 50 minutes. It's fantastic. Guys, nextgentn.net. Go get your tickets now, okay? Because that VIP ticket will be gone. Ask, ask Matt. It went the last time. We almost didn't get get one. Yeah, it went pretty quickly. Yeah. yeah um, calling a favor. Yeah. <laughs> ring, ring. Um, and speaking of ring, ring, um, ring, ring, you don't need to call for delivery to get your coffee. You can go to kofi.com. So it's PW123. Take that money. And support your favorite podcast. That would be Podcast World Order. We're taking over the world. This is what wrestling was, is, and always should be. <sighs> R-cubed. Hey, also, thanks to Taste of Chicago and Lou Malnani's for getting the pizza out to us just in time for All Out. Appreciate that. Over Wait, what? Yeah, Wait, dog. What? Yeah, dog. Uh... Taste of Chicago. And Luma, Are you gonna share it? I I told everyone to come to the house. I had pizza ready. <laughs> oh my god! Whether well, people were there or not, the pizza was eaten for all of it. All of it? Uh, oh yes. yes. Oh, you son of a gun! It's my uh, favorite pizza place. <laughs> Dwight with some breaking news as we go off the air. Uh, the uh, Bobby Fish debuting for MLW October second. Got a lot of fun stuff coming up in October. Got a lot of fun stuff. Guys, that's been a wonderful, Spooky wonderful stuff. show here. Wonderful Spooky show. Stuff. Uh, keep your eyes on the YouTube for all the incredible content dropping. And we'll be back Spooky live stuff. next Monday. I was, I was waiting for another one there. Spooky stuff. So, we'll see you next Monday live right here. Have yourself a good night. Goodbye. Good night, bang. I'm wearing the shirt this time, too. Yeah, you are.